Hey, welcome back to By the People with your hosts, Mr. Buck and Mr. Long. This is a podcast dedicated to teaching students about American government and civics. how you start a podcast oh yeah that's how you do it right there that's high quality podcasting yep yeah that's what you get students so welcome to the news man glad to have you and i'm gonna be honest i I, is there any news this week no nothing nothing's happened in government and civics in the last couple days now hold on there uh, I'm looking up news on Google right now. It's taking me to Google News. Second result <laughs> is Fox. Um, sure. Google News is just a mess. I hate it. <laughs> oh, is this is this podcast just going to be about how much we dislike Google News? Uh, I've never seen this before. Got to got to tell you, not not looking so good. Um, <laughs> let's talk about the only two things that matter. Yeah. COVID nineteen and the president. So yeah, like let's 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 quit let's quit pretending and let's talk about the real news. Uh, so, Mr. Long, first things first. Did you know that last week there was an election? Yes, I did. Did you? I slept through it. Kidding, I didn't. I voted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh, results uh, have they been have they finished in Georgia or North Carolina yet? Well, I don't think so. And let me look as I say this. Um, so what, over the week, last week, obviously, kind of catching you guys up with stuff, um, there was obviously the election, the presidential election, but there's also a lot of other elections that happened, um, local, state, things like that, uh, for president. And uh, Mr. Long, who won? Mr. Joseph Biden. And Vice President Kamala Harris. Um, as we count this, uh, Joe Biden, or as we say this, Joe Biden is in the lead with 290 electoral college points. Donald Trump trails him with 217 electoral college points. And the election is technically still being counted. Uh, looking at it now, Georgia has 99% of their counties reporting. Um, so they're still missing one county or 1% of the counties. Uh, but right now, Joe Biden is in the lead with 49.5% of the vote. And then in North Carolina, 99% are also reporting. And in North Carolina, Trump is uh, leading with 50.1% of the vote. You know, I won't say that it was necessarily a divisive win for Biden. But honestly, he, he, got, a, he got 5 million more votes, it looks like. And uh, it looks like he's going to win Georgia, too, which honestly, he did more than he needed to he won more states than he needed to to right win the presidency so and if he wins in georgia which it's looking like is going to happen as i read this he is mental math mental math 
25,000 votes ahead. Actually, less than that. 18,000, somewhere in there, votes yeah. ahead. Um, which probably isn't going to change in the, sh- in, in the next couple of days. Um, but if he wins Georgia, that puts him at 306 electoral points. And if Trump wins uh, North Carolina, which it looks like he's going to do, that puts him at 232 electoral points. Which, of course, to win, you have to reach 270 electoral points, which you all learned about the prior week to yep. hear this yep. news. So you, you're aware of that. Yes, that's the halfway point, 270. That's the halfway point between all those points. Um, and so, yeah, that's, that's the election. The election is, is pretty much done. Um, obviously, they're still counting, but uh, they've called it because the number of votes left to count do not exceed what would have to change for Trump to get any more points to win. Yep. Even if he won Georgia and North Carolina, which it doesn't look like he's going to, that would still put him short of uh, Biden's 290. Yeah, it wouldn't matter. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and so that's, that's the outcome of the election. Um, and what happens now is uh, typically what happens is um, the, tr- the president who's in charge begins the transition with the new president-elect. They have meetings. There's a very famous picture, an interview from 2016 when Obama welcomed Trump to the White House and he was br- briefing him. Um, and so usually that transition ends up happening now because the president takes over, the new president, Joe Biden, takes over the executive branch, January 20th at 12 o'clock at noon. Um, and uh, there's, been some con- there's been some concerns regarding that. Do you want to get into that long? Oh, because, the, because Donald Trump is basically trying to refuse to hand power over to Joe Biden. Um, yeah, so yeah. go ahead. Go ahead, yeah. Yeah, Donald Trump is claiming there was a lot of voter fraud in this election he also was complaining about mail-in votes even though he tried to destroy the post office prior to this election um and he told his supporters not to vote by mail and he's um claiming there's extensive fraud well a lot of news sites and investigative journalists have gone and decided that they're gonna they're gonna look into this because you know that's a huge claim to make and that could be very controversial and changed the results of the election. And uh, it turns out 0.0025. That is the percent chance that there was voter fraud in this election. Which is none, which is, which is zero. So, <laughs> which, is, which is maybe somebody accidentally went to the wrong polling location. Yeah. So just to be clear, uh, voter fraud, mass voter fraud, any voter fraud didn't happen. In fact, uh, there was an election... Oh, a year ago or so, where there was a Kansas state representative who was caught voting for himself 25 times. Oh, are you serious? I did not catch this. Yeah, he was kicked out of office. It was a big deal. And I just I just got to state it. Uh, Dude was a Republican. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Which is, you know, the side that's complaining about all the voter fraud currently. So, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so, the, so what's essentially happening now is uh, the Trump campaign is trying to get – trying to file lawsuits in all the states that they think there might have been voter fraud accounts, right? And namely those states that, 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 that Trump won in 2016, uh, Michigan, Pennsylvania, places like that, and he lost this time. 
And so currently he's filing those claims to try to get the, 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 the judicial branch of those states to uh, go in and examine what happened. And in almost every case, like, like you said, Mr. Long, uh, they have found that, that there's, no, there's no evidence to back up all that money they would spend investigating this. Um, yep. it, it, there is some rules in, in some elections. If you have a super close um, election, right, like within – I forget the number. It depends on the state. But within a couple thousand – yeah, votes. There is a law that they have to go back and recount those those votes. Um, but uh, as this election has gone on and on, especially in those close states, uh, Biden is pulling further and further ahead. And as of right now, there are no states that would require a recount based upon that law of how close they are. Yeah. And so pretty much every judge in, in these states that he's filing lawsuits has been throwing out the cases saying you need more evidence. Right. Um. The judicial branch is neutral, right? The judicial branch has no Republican Democrat side. It's you know, there's conservative versus liberal, but ideologies, but ideologies, necessarily, uh, campaigning and policy making. Um, so pretty controversial stuff going on. Uh, Trump um, is it inevitably going to have to hand power over. That's just the bottom line. So yeah, January twentieth, his presidency ends. No matter where he is, no matter what he does, the presidency's over for him. Yep. And then, yep. um, and so a lot, there's a lot of contention right now around Joe Biden should be getting briefings. He should begin to get kind of weaned into the position. Uh, you know, that he should be getting some of the same reports that the current president gets because 20th, we don't want to have to fill him in on everything. We want him to hit the ground running. You don't want a president to take five months to get ready. Uh, but the, the Trump campaign, and, and the Trump executive branch is not is not doing that. And Biden has said it's fine. He says he doesn't have to do it. Biden's kind of been the, the, the peace broker here. He says he doesn't have to do it. And keep in mind, too, Biden, um, he was vice president for so long. He kind of knows how the system works already. Yeah. He already spent eight years there. Yeah. 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 So he's going to have I think I think he's. Uh, going to have some decent experience to come into the office with. We'll see. You know, we'll see what happens. So, yeah. Still got some time before that takes place. Um, but the right. months are moving quick and the year is almost over, which is just crazy. Yeah. Um, especially to think we've been inside and quarantining for so long. <laughs> uh, I haven't seen the sun since April, March, whatever. <laughs> well, which is something i wanted to talk about um because i'm looking at the numbers on a daily basis now and i was a long time ago but there was not very substantial uh november 2nd i just want to say a few numbers that have happened recently november 2nd 3,804 cases in the state of kansas new cases of covid covid you're talking covid now yeah covid 19 yeah i mean it would cool the transition um <laughs> november 6th <laughs> 5,178. November 9th, 5,493 new cases. And yesterday, November 11th, 5,217 new cases in the state of Kansas. Okay. Now we live really close to Missouri, right? But if we're going to look at Missouri, let's just talk about Jackson County in the last week, two weeks or so, they had almost 3,000 new cases. Um, Wyandotte, our area, 
specifically has around a thousand new cases. Johnson County has over four thousand. Um, Two. We're in a hot spot. <laughs> yeah, we're so uh, so on the on the map on the COVID map. There are states that are in the green who are improving, states that are in the yellow who are kind of in the middle, mm-hmm. states that are in the red who are definitely not improving. <laughs> and uh, I believe as of this morning, I forget where I saw this map, and I know this isn't good, uh, good social studies to not name your source, but uh, I saw that I think every state in America is in the red, aside from Vermont, who sits in the yellow currently. Yeah. So just to be clear, students... The entire nation is currently under, um, there's no control or contamination of the spread of this. Yeah, there's no, it's uncontrolled spread. Yeah. It's to the point where you have got to take care of yourself because there's a very high risk of if, if you go out and you're unsafe of potentially getting COVID. Even if you go out and you are safe, you can still get it. Right. Yeah. And we don't understand this enough to know we don't understand this virus enough to know what its effects on everyone will be. You could be a perfectly healthy person and still get, you know, potentially, you know, fatal results from this. So let's not, let's not joke about this and let's be serious and say, y'all really, you gotta be safe. Yeah. I mean, this is uh, worse than it's been in our nation ever yeah this is currently right now it's worse than it ever was over the summer over in in march when we decided to close down we're at the worst case case rate that we are right now and what really matters where where this comes to and why why it's a problem um is a a lot of schools are thinking about reclosing um i'm looking at the news right now new york city schools are thinking of closing again uh you have shawnee mission schools around us in kansas city thinking of closing Uh, North Kansas City schools just across the river there in Missouri thinking of closing again. Um, And hospitals are at capacity. Yeah. What what that essentially means is there's no new beds. Meaning if someone goes to the hospital saying they have COVID, they they say, we can't help you. We'll have to put you in the hallway. Yep. They're at, uh, I saw KU Med's got what, 5% capacity days ago. And yeah, and I mean, yesterday with 5,000 new cases. And I bet a lot of those coming from the metro area, Johnson and Wyandotte. And Casey Moe and even North Kansas City. Yeah. 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 It's a large area that that could be even less now. I mean, it could be less than 5%. Yeah. And and so what that means in in hospitals is doctors working around the clock, nurses working around the clock, all the staff there. And then, um, people on gurneys in the hallway like people on the floor because they can't they can't find places for enough people who are coming in sick yeah um, it's starting to hit ahead and this is an ugly position to be in as we go into thanksgiving and people are going to be around their families yeah well and it, it's important to mention too and i i hate the grim news we got to say it because it definitely applies to all of us now um italy had this problem over the summer where their containment was so out of control and the spread was so bad and they didn't have enough hospitals to have everyone that they were turning people away who were unexpected to make it through. Yeah. If you were, treatment. yeah, if you were 70 plus and you got COVID and you came to the hospital, they'd say, you have to go home. We can't help you. They would literally be like, it's unlikely you'll survive. We're so sorry. And then they'd leave. Yeah. Yeah, and, that, and that's that's where we're getting. That's the point we're getting to. Yeah, 
is that people are going to have to go home and die in their houses. Yeah, folks. Um, so this is no joke. Yeah, for <laughs> long real. Long story short. Yeah, um, no and, joke. And I, I hate that, like, after this election is over and we've been talking about bad news so much that we still can't offer any positive news. But currently, COVID is more out of control than it has ever been in this country. Yeah. No, there's there's rarely is the news going to be peachy keen. Um, I got one thing that's positive, but I would love to hear it. Yeah, if we're there, we can talk about it. Um, <laughs> well, so sorry, I mean, t- it, what else? It, so, what else do we have? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Let's just wrap this wrap this thing up. Uh, <laughs> So today, um, there was something released, big deal, PS5. It came out today, huh? PS5 is out today. There are two versions, a digital version. So I got to be honest, students, um, I'm a nerd, okay? And uh, I'm an old nerd. And I remember the days of cartridge games, right? Oh, yeah, man. Nintendo 64. Yeah, Buck knows what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. And you couldn't just play the game with just a console. That made no sense. Well... Now there's two versions of the PS5. One of them does not have a disk drive. Which is crazy. It's just digital, all online. That's so and crazy. To me, I hate that. I like having the physical game. Um, I understand the convenience of like just having that on your account, but I don't know. Maybe I don't want that game forever. Maybe I want to get rid of it. I, like, think we're, I think that means that we're old people. <laughs> I, I know. I, we're old, dude. I'm pretty sure that's what that means. Legit. <laughs> uh, and, and I mean, although that may be good news for you nerds out there, problems with the uh, PS5. It's really expensive. It's like 400 for the cheap Woo-hoo! version. 500 yeah, yeah. for the one with the disk drive, which to me is just absurd. absurd. Yeah. And uh, it's going to be kind of difficult to find these things um, if you're trying to get one like immediately. Yeah. Uh, the other thing is that I think pretty much every game they've released on it so far is also just available on ps4 so so why do yeah yeah so i don't really get what the point is did you um did you see the video of the new xbox the one smoking no there's a video because the new xbox is coming out and i heard that this was actually a, a fake that this actually wasn't real um someone like photoshopped it or something um but uh someone had a had a xbox set up in their room and um, like it, when they turned it on or something, smoke started coming out the top. And they said, I didn't know my Xbox had a campfire feature. Oh. <laughs> but I've heard, like I said, I heard that was a fake. So don't believe everything you see on the Internet. Yeah. Except that, for that's us. A little, that's a little terrifying um, regardless. But, yeah, no, I, I didn't see that. I didn't know. I'm, I was an Xbox boy. Not, not much anymore. Uh, we'll say this. <laughs> Uh, Xbox One. I don't even know what the new one's called. My assumption is the Xbox Two, uh, even though they had an Xbox before. They even had a 360. But yeah, I think you have to keep going with the spins. Like I think we're up to Xbox 1080 now or something. 1080. What? Isn't that isn't that like well, 360s one time around? Well, they that... did Xbox One, and then then it, one after one is two. Yeah. It. Okay. <laughs> I mean, the PlayStation's been very clear on their work. This Xbox, is the next one. It's just the Xbox, then three, then then three sixty, then one. Uh, <laughs> Microsoft doesn't seem to know what they're doing. I think they should do like one point, 
2.35. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of Microsoft, do you ever have a Windows phone? Because that was my first smartphone. Guess what? Not very good. Oh, that's unfortunate. Uh, Zune. A Zune? I wanted a Zune. You guys don't even know what a Zune is. We're just two old men talking. Welcome to Old Man Corner. All right. What else existed in the past? That remember, that old, about? remember that old 8-track machine you used to have? Nope. No, I don't, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember mowing the one with a CD player in my pocket. Oh, yeah. You got to get the non-skip, though, which never really works. No. And, uh, yeah, and, it, and it's really hard to mow the lawn and not have, yeah, your, your, your disc just get completely <laughs> scratched. <laughs> yep, and you got you to walk slowly so it doesn't. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, well, let's wrap this up. So that's the news for the week, y'all. The election is over. Biden has won. Um, the Trump team, there's, they're, they're questioning their results, but every state has essentially said, show us proof and we'll think about it, but there's been no proof so far. Uh, and uh, COVID numbers are through the roof. Hooray. Hooray. <laughs> All right. Uh, come back after the break, y'all, and we'll be talking about the things we're learning in class this week. Graphs. Class. Hey, kids. We're back. Your teacher, Mr. Long. That's me as always is my trusted sidekick, Mr. Puck. That's me. Hi, everybody. You know, I've been teaching for a long time, students, much longer than Mr. Buck. Yeah. That's not true. I feel like Dr. Nick is like, hi, Dr. Nick. There's a hi, everyone. Hi, Dr. Nick. Dr. Nick is. From The Simpsons? He's that oh. recurring character. <laughs> yeah. No, no, that's that's Dr. Hibbert. Dr. Oh. Nick is like the terrible doctor who like yes. got his degree on an ocean cruise out in international waters. <laughs> yes, the one that performs all the botched surgeries. Yeah, he's like, hi, everyone. And like, hi, hi, Dr. Nick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was a deep cut. You kids are not going to get this at all. Nope. <laughs> so stop trying. So this week in government. Hmm. We're talking about gerrymandering. Oh, blimey, gerrymandering. <laughs> as well as federalism. I don't know what language that was. I just lost my accent. <laughs> yeah, it happens. <laughs> yeah, gerrymandering and federalism. What are those things? Why don't we just jump in? Let's not waste any time at all. <laughs> yeah, let's not waste any of this time. So, we're starting off with gerrymandering this week, the first lesson for this week. And it's kind of our transition lesson going from uh, the election stuff that we just kind of got done talking about. We did about two weeks on election. This is one last little piece on elections, and it's going to help us get transitioned into state and federal government, or state and local government, which is where we're going. We. So, we, us, the collective, everyone, get in the I'm an O-U-I as in the French. Uh, oh. <laughs> yes. We, oui, we. Oui. Yeah. Um, so let's start out with gerrymandering. Let's talk about what it is. Gerrymandering, first of all, this is the definition we have in the class on the, on the PowerPoint. It's the process of manipulating the boundaries of a voting district to give an unfair advantage to one party, man. That's right. 
So what does that look like? Looks like very funny little shapes. Yep. That's what it is. So essentially what really happens is that in elections, this is an election issue. What really happens is that states draw districts in a way that helps one side win in an election. Yep. Yep. Essentially, you crack and pack, right? That's kind of the word they say, you crack and pack. Uh, So um, a a district that's been gerrymandered, an election district that's been gerrymandered, is going to look really funny. Instead of a nice, you know, square or like, you know, a a standard looking district you would think of that would make sense. Um, KCK is generally a rectangle, right? Mm -hmm. These places are going to look like, I don't even know what, hundred-sided yeah, they just look like abstract Jackson Pollock paintings. And if you don't know who that is, look up Jackson Pollock. Yeah, they just look like someone just spit a bunch of paint on a canvas and called it art. Um, right. <laughs> yeah, and, and students, if you go to uh, the slide number four on the PowerPoint, you can see Kansas is broken up pretty nicely um, for districts. Yeah. Although one district is a lot bigger than the rest. A big reason that is, is because the population over in Western Kansas is so small compared to the rest of it. That orange district there on the far right where Wyandotte is, right? You can kind of see it floating above the rest of the state Mm -hmm. um, or floating above Kansas City. Most of the people in um, the area live in that spot. Wichita is the largest city. Um, but that's, that's by area. But, yeah. yeah, but that's by area. But Wichita's got the highest population of people, too, um, in the state of Kansas. But Overland Park, Johnson Oh, County, no kidding. Is that real? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Wichita, I didn't know that. Wichita is the largest city by population. Um, huh. But our metro area, that orange spot there, there are so many millions of people that live in that area alone. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, so, so anyway, Kansas isn't necessarily done this way, but, but this is a political tool that's been done to, to great degree the last 20, 40 years or so, right? Essentially, though, what happens is if a party knows that they want to win an election in an area that they don't usually win an election in, what they do is they draw the map, they gerrymander the map in a way that they break up the district that doesn't look good for them. Yep. You'll- right. Yeah, no, what Mr. Buck's saying is absolutely right. It's, uh, it is kind of breaking the rules. It's bending the rules. It's a little sneaky. Yeah, it's yeah. Not, not really a good thing. Yeah, but it's a, it's a thing. And, and the reason we talk about it, um, it, especially in this class, is because it's like, a, it's like a civil rights election issue that's currently happening, right? Yep. Um, and it's almost hard to understand until you really get a chance to work at it. Um, and we're gonna the assignment we're gonna have you do has you actually sit down and see how this actually applies. But this is the way that a party that has less votes in a certain area can still win. Yep. By breaking up the small the districts that they don't like. Yep. So students, you need to count the R's as Republican, the D's as Democrat, and the I's are independent. Yeah, so on the assignment, right? Yeah. yeah. On the assignment, um, the first couple questions, I think, are pretty self-explanatory. Just use the PowerPoint. Yeah, yeah. that's second part number five. Uh, the instructions are there. Just in case you need a little more clarification, we'll go over this in class, too. Um, yeah. Yeah, just look at the bottom. 
R's are Republican, D's are Democrat, and the districts are just in those strange shapes. Yep, right? gerrymandered, generally. Yep, so you'll have to yeah. do some counting of letters there. Yep, and uh, based upon the number, like if, there, if a district has more D's than R's, that means the Democrats win that district, right? If I's are more than D's, are the independents win that district. And it will show you how breaking up a district into various voting paths um, um, can, can mess with an election, basically. Yep. Even and again, more people vote one way than another. And that plays off of that electoral process like we looked at in the Electoral College yep. that we looked at on last week. Yeah, we'll talk, we'll talk more in class about how it relates directly to the Electoral College, I figure. Yep, yep, exactly. So that's the first assignment. And that assignment really wraps us up with kind of just the election process. You know, since one was happening, we really wanted to squeeze this stuff in at this time. Did you have anything else to add on gerrymandering? Nope, I'm ready for federalism. All right. So here's where we kind of transition. And this is where we um, this is really where the state and local government discussion starts. Um, the election stuff is kind of like a like a hanging a hanging chad. There's an ele- there's a government topic for you. Uh, <laughs> look up that if you don't know what that is um, with. Uh, but this stuff that we're going to get into now is going to really transition us into state and local government. And the first topic, like we said, is federalism. Mr. Long, what is federalism? Federalism um, is the division of power between the national and state levels of government. There you go. We have different levels of government, students. We got national government. We got state. We got local. Right. And yeah. And so far we've talked about only national government. Our first unit was all about the federal national national government. Right. Yep. Uh, Executive branch, legislative branch, judicial president, Supreme Court, all that. Right. Now we're going into like the Kansas state government and even the Wyandotte County government and how they work. Yeah. So this would be like Governor Laura Kelly, the governor of Kansas. Yep, exactly. Uh, uh, Mayor Quentin Lucas, that's Casey Moe, but still Mayor Quentin Lucas, right? He's the mayor of, of Kansas City, Kansas City Moe. Yep. Um, he, and that's like, he's like the president of the city, the mayor. Yep. Um, and, and we'll get into this more in class, but this all comes from the 10th Amendment in American government. Um, if, you've ever, if you've ever looked at the amendments, which we're going to do by the end of this, this semester, but if you ever look at the amendments, the 10th Amendment, uh, it's a really weird one. It, the way it reads is it says the powers not delegated to the United States by the Constitution nor prohibited by it to the states are reserved by the states respectively or to the people. Kind of makes no sense when you read it. But essentially what it sets up is a system that says if we haven't given a power to the federal government, then it goes to the nat- or to the uh, state and local governments. And that's why we have this weird system. Yep. Um, but we'll also talk about how there's problems with it. Um, there are a lot of debates about like what rights do people have when it comes to national government versus, versus uh, uh, state government, right? Can the national government make it so that uh, abortions are illegal uh, in every state or do states get to decide themselves? Yeah. Um, and that's where you see a lot of the protests and stuff coming from a lot of times. Yeah. There's um, so many different states have different laws. Uh, some some really well known examples would be marijuana laws like Colorado, Washington. Oh yeah, a long time ago, those were the first states to legalize recreational and medicinal use. 
yeah. in many states like Kansas have no um, laws whatsoever uh, that make it legal. It's actually against the law, right? Right. So, right. yeah, it becomes a controversial issue when many states disagree on a topic and some have some things and others have others. Yeah. And uh, yeah, marijuana is a great example of that. Um, technically, according to the federal government, still illegal. Although yep. according to state governments, uh, in some states, it is legal. And then the question gets brought up. What if you get pulled over for having some on you by a state trooper versus what if you get pulled over by the army? Like, I don't know. <laughs> right. And they check you, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, so, so yeah, so that's the difference and it does cause some problems. Um, but it's this federal system where there's a national and state and a local government. And we'll also get into this in the PowerPoint and in class, but how does this all work? It all comes down to money, right? Uh, essentially the way that the federal government gets the state governments to do what they want is they say, well, if you do this, we'll give you some money. And if you don't, we won't give you the money. A great example from like the seventies, I think it was with seatbelt laws, right? The national government wanted to make it a law that every person in America had to wear a seatbelt when they drove. But some states were like, nah, we don't want to do that. And other states were like, sure, we'll do it. And so the way that the government got them on board was saying, all right, well, if you make it a law in your state that everyone has to wear a seatbelt, we'll give you however many millions of dollars. Yep. Yep. And th th that's how the whole system works. Same thing goes with drinking. Um the drinking oh, yeah. is actually not a national uh, law. That is a law that the national government wanted throughout the whole country. And every state is given money to uphold it at that, yep. at that age, right? Well, yeah. A ask your grandparents or maybe your parents, depending on how old they are, probably your grandparents now. Ask them about uh, Kansas near beer. Right. Yeah. Back, back, back in the day, like in the 60s and 70s. Uh, kids from Missouri would come to Kansas to buy beer because if you were 18, you could buy like low percentage beer. Yep. And it was called near beer. Yep. And then it became illegal around the end of the seventies. And uh, yeah. Yep. And that, and that's federalism, right? This difference between national government power state, and then even local, uh, local power. And it's all based around money. Yep. Money makes the world go around. You ever heard that? Uh, I have. I've also heard that song, uh, Money. <laughs> yeah. Um, by... down, 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 down. Well, there's that one. There's also the, the other song, Money. Uh, there's, so there's Pink Floyd's Money, and then there's also yeah. that money that's like, Not everything in life is free. <laughs> 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 that's what I want. That's a great song. Good job. I, I love how every time every time we make a podcast, it just turns into us singing songs at each other. <laughs> it happens a lot. It happens a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the work then we have for this week has to do with federalism. And what we're going to do to wrap up the last assignment for the week, the second assignment, this federalism piece, is... Uh, we have you looking at all a list of 14 different powers and then trying to decide who they belong to. Are they a federal government power? Are they a state government power? Or are they somewhere in the middle? Yep. Right. And uh, how are you going to find these answers, students? 
you're going to have to search these on your own. Yeah. yeah. Most of them are pretty easy to find, though, if you just do a little bit of some Google foo. That's right. Use Google. Use, use some good resources because guess what? Mr. Buck and I, we don't want to give you all the answers. Right? <laughs> Sometimes you got to find things on your own. Right? And I'm sure in classes we present these to y'all, we will be um, helping you with a couple of them to kind of get your brain started. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. for example, uh, collecting taxes. Who does that? The federal or the state government? Both. Both do. So number three, put that in combined. Regulates yep. banks. I don't remember. Who does that? <laughs> the federal government. Oh, wait. I'll just Google it. Oh, wait. I'll just <laughs> cheat off Mr. Buck's answer. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> FBI. That's their job. Hey, or, we, uh, kind we just hit 15 minutes and three seconds. Let's, let's do it. Let's be done. Okay. What you got we? it. All right. I mean, so there you go. So before we go, uh, that's what we have this week, gerrymandering and federalism. We'll be talking about them in class, but... We always want to do a little sign-off. Mr. Long, if I was your grandson, you're on your deathbed, and I come to visit you, and I say, Pop, Pop, what, what advice do you have for me as I grow into an aged man? Oh, what advice well, do you son, have? I want to tell you about the War of 1812 that I was in. The Spanish were coming over and taking all of our beaver pelts, but I said, no way, sonny. And then just pretend like I talked for the next two hours. And then I go, anyway, <laughs> that's my whole life story. So if I have any advice to give you, I'll just say everything's wrong with your generation. <laughs> <laughs> and then as you die, I would turn to the people in the room and say, were the Spanish involved in the War of 1812? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> it, was the, it was the Spanish fighting the beavers of Quebecois. Oh, you know what? You know what? Yeah, you know what? One of America's Forgotten Wars. I forget. Yes. No, the Beavers had massive casualties against the Spaniards from that war. Didn't everybody know that? I thought that was common knowledge. What would you tell me if you were a grandpa and I was your grandson? What advice? Uh, Drink more water. Mmm. That's my that's that's my going out words. That's the last thing I say as I die to my last little bit of knowledge to share with the universe before I exit it is, hey, everybody, drink more water. Yeah, that's probably good <laughs> advice. I don't think people do drink enough water. <laughs> there you right. go. Well, Mr. Buck and students, I'm going to finish putting my groceries away. We'll see you next time on <laughs> uh, the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even remember the name of our podcast. <laughs> Well, there you go, everybody. Have fun. Bye.